call is being recorded. Hi, Chioma here. And I'm Mita. We're cousins and good friends who decided to turn our hours-long weekly phone calls into a podcast. Come into the room. Our open conversations are now open to you. In partnership with our friends at Yawa, this is Are You Me? I have to catch up on Bachelorette though. Oh, I saw that um, The Bachelor, like they've released their new cast or something. Isn't there like a black guy who's The Bachelor now? Mm-hmm. But that's not very new information. I mean, at the very height of all the... Like the guy was supposed to be a, a contestant on this The Bachelorette. But at the very yeah, height of no. all the Black Lives Matter stuff in the summer. But that's been since the summer. It's not that new. No, no. Point. But I mean, it's not that they pick him. That they've now announced... They've now presented the cast. Like the oh, girls who be. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I'm so annoyed that like they've positioned all these picking of black people like some kind of advancement step where i'm like since all this is not a black bachelor bachelor abby even the rachel Lindsay, when she had she was the first black bachelorette in that many seasons i can't imagine i'm looking at him i can't imagine there's been a bachelor that's been as good looking as him and i say that as objectively as i as i can to me i'm like if the whole point is you're trying to pick attractive people why has that that precluded other races for so long Asian people go have not done. Like neither Asian bachelorette or Asian like, bachelor. I'm like, if it's about because it's about accessibility and picking for middle for middle America, quote unquote. But like in general, let's say that we're going with the TV thing and you want to pick good looking people. Good looking people are in every racial demographic. It's not and and again, maybe this is just me being insensitive, but a lot of a lot of white people that get positioned as good looking. A very average looking. Okay, but you know it's an interesting thing. It's all by... I think white people might say that for the black people that we think are really good looking too. I think like... That has no, never no. happened. I've never... I've never talked to a white person and been like, oh, this attractive... Somebody... A black a black man that we all think is attractive and, and they think that person is average. Like, no, okay, maybe they don't. <clears throat> but like, I think stuff about like attractiveness and stuff and... um. It's all based on, like, you're more attractive to people of your own race. So there's levels to which we look at some white people and are like, you're so basic looking. For example, like Adam Driver, right? A lot of people are like... I have something harsh to say. No, I don't mean that he's Adam ugly. Driver. Adam Driver is not good looking. This, no, but this is, do you know how many people are No, no, but this is my thing. Exactly. Trump, I'm glad we're talking about this. I'm not saying that no, someone can't be attracted to, to Adam Driver or that he's, not an, he's an unattractive person. I'm saying that by by the measures that society gives us as like a lot of standards of what attractive like good lookingness is, mm-hmm. he doesn't even fit that mold. And I think I it was it was Hassan Minhaj mm. that talked about this. Yeah, I'm Dutch Shepard. Yeah, where it's like the the look, the way that people of other races have to look to be qualified as attractive i think particularly when it comes to men i think particularly asian men have to deal with this mm-hmm. and when it comes to women probably particularly black, women. black women have to deal with this right where it's like this the standard of what it is for people to be fawning over you and starting fan clubs the way that they do over the adam driver and Dak shepherd and all these kinds of people who like these are not i don't think and i, I said i was being harsh but in fairness like I don't think that if you went to them and you asked them straight up, they would, they would tell you that they had, before the point of their fame, been considered conventionally attractive. 
And I, I also think, and we've kind of talked about this before, where I think like, especially with 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 men, I think for a lot of women, I think a lot of women have a broader yeah. lens of attractiveness. So like, there was a whole window where, um, what's his what's his name? Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is who I mean. He's not, I'm so sure if you spoke to him about his pre-fame Do life. people think he's like super attractive? Yeah, like he, he's, he's someone who like has fans and they and you speak to women and they'll be like, oh, he's attractive. Like, but, but not necessarily, they wouldn't necessarily qualify him in the same bracket where they'd be discussing someone who was attractive from a standpoint of like, well, a I'm very, very that. Fit. People really think like he's like hot but or something. All of them, all of them have this. And I'm like, as much as what I said, I was like, oh, maybe I'm being harsh. I'm sure if you spoke to Adam Driver, if you spoke to Dax Shepard, if you spoke to Seth Rogen, if you spoke to all these people who have found like people calling them attractive out of as part of their life of being famous, their pre-fame life was not a life where they were looked at as any conventional standard of attractiveness. Mm-hmm. So I think like fame can quite easily recategorize white men in a way that it doesn't for other races. Mm-hmm. The fact that they can just get to be in these movies, the way Hassan Minaj explained it was so like intelligent because he made, it makes a fair point. It's like for him to get to be like the, on, on the number of TV stri- screens with a number of opportunities and in like lead roles, th- the category of, of Asian men in particular that get to occupy that space is a very small and category. Hassan is, and is most of them is so Hassan, right? Is but, then, but then, but then, think about like the Asian men who get to exist in that category of like, like getting you have cast to look as a certain you way. Have to, literally, like, is ripped. it's very like, small. Like the guy who's gonna um, be in the Marvel one, the one from um, Kim's Convenience. Kunal. Oh, the, no, no, yeah. The one from Kim's Convenience. Yeah, you have to look like him. Like, you or the guy have from to, like, Crazy Rich ri- Asians. Yeah, like, it's yeah. Like, like, it's like, like Henry Golding. Like, you have to just look like some kind of Adonis type it. being. That's kind of the... That's it. I don't think after that, there's anybody else that's remaining, like, to be honest. Yeah, there's... I mean, there's a few of them, but literally all of them are, like, ripped. And then if you're not that, then you're, like, someone's best friend or, like, you're in a comedy. That's it. You're the that's psychic. really it for you. Um... So like yeah, I'm like, I I I think the reason why I felt confident to say that I again I don't really watch The Bachelor. The reason why I felt confident to say that there's probably not been a, someone as attractive as this one is because I'm like they they would have made an effort to try to balance a picking like a creme de la creme of looks with somebody who also looks like you can kind of take them home like you know mm-hmm. has a has a next a boy next door kind of vibe because it's for tv Ish i almost way. want to pull up like images past of bachelors. all the past bachelors i know that pete's uh peter's season was one that i watched which was like the last one before this one like even some the black bachelorettes they don't even oh not bachelorettes like these contestants they don't even usually get like if you don't fit a certain mode like it's just so unfortunate it's so unfortunate sometimes mm-hmm. like they don't even when they come on the show it's like the like stringing them along carrying them just to have say that you have a black face mm, but never even right. really to- tokenizing them right basically. never even really like they're clearly like the batch the lead is never going to really pick them or be interested in them for real for real like it's just a like, leading them on and keeping them and it's, and they don't even really get screened it's just annoying in all the sense of the word annoying oh my god chums please click this link some of these guys look like straight up bums. 
How? Like, none of them are ugly. They're not ugly, but they're just... To me, it's just, like, regular Joes. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't see... I And you know that me, like... Clearly, like, attracted to men all across the spectrum. So, yeah. it's not like... like hey, I'm, so I, am I, oh, please. <laughs> okay, sis. I am. I am. Everyone's... Oh. But, but, when I, but when I am, I do feel like I'm kind of betraying the ancestors a bit. But that's only for white people. Everybody else is fair game. Yeah. So Actually, like, lots, there's lots of really attractive racial groups out there. My God. There's attractive people in any racial group. Some it's not about are. attractive racial group. It's about no, attractive but I think people some, in any racial like, I think, I think I really like, like, Pacific Island vibes. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I've really met that vibe Ooh, too. Is, is, like, there's... And and again, I'm not, I'm not like a... I don't, I don't, like, ride for the hyper-masculine, but some of those, like, Samoan... Oh, that's what you mean. Mm, like, like, from them, the rock side... Mm. Yeah, I'm those like, they be they be too big for me. Like I see them and I'm like, again, like Jesse I'm Mamoa, there, they're too big. Like, like you actually scare me. You're too big. I, I, I guess you're you, Madam <sighs> Benchmark of Can I beat you? Can you beat any of them? I can't, but I don't mind. This is crazy, and I don't know how I'm gonna explain to you guys. I'm gonna try. Basically, there's a an inside joke in my friendship group that is important that the person you date is also someone that someone that you can beat in a fight. Not necessarily because you're physically stronger than them, anyway. And we don't condone violence in any way. It's just a joke. But it's this idea that you should be with somebody who, basically, for one reason or another, they can't actually fight you. And if they physically can, then somehow you have to be able to emotionally get a number on them. <laughs> now you don't. Mind. I, it's a risk. I'm, it's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> I cannot. Me. Those. I see. To me, like he's good like, looking, but he's too like big. Peak, they're like peak man. Like he's too big. Peak masculinity, like Jason Momoa, them, The Rock. Anytime I watch, big. anytime they're I watch big. videos of people from New Zealand doing the hacker, I'm just yeah. Like, I mean, that's real cute when I see them. But most of the time, they be it's too big cute. for me. It's, it's just, it just, I get. Is a sweaty? It's too. Mm, I need a fan or. She said she need a fan or two. <laughs> Come your loins, sis. The, they can't be calm under those circumstances. Like, um, nah, for me they're too big. Like, I'm just like, uh, again, I'm not trying to go there. But if I ended up there, would I be mad? No. I mean, for me, I it's would like not one of them be. Fact, like, you know what? I'm lying. I am trying to go there. They're just not trying to come to me. That's the issue. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I love it. I'm like objectively, I'm like, wow, you look, you like, you look like Jesse. I'm like, you look good, but like, I'm also just like, ah, oh, you are really big. Like, you're like a scary. huge man. Yeah, it's kind of scary for me. It's for also me, it's not to see him and his wife because she's so I know petite. so little. He had, a, he had a whole article that like she's actually the boss. I'm sure, because the yeah. way he talks about it, like, but okay, that's another thing that I love, like people who like appear like hyper masculine but are just like total softies. <laughs> Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Where you're just like any, and also like if you need to, you know, if you need to beat beat your chest, you can. <laughs> but like in the context of dealing with life and dealing with the women in your life and all that, like I love a softness. Mm-hmm. I I love that because I think it breaks a bit of a mold. Like you don't have to be like gra gra da da da. Like you can be super affectionate. There's not all, and also like wearing the pants for what? Like, what is the point? Pants are mm. horrible anyway. Nobody should wear them. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I love that. Like, I love when people are just like total. Softies. As an also like random aside, I saw something floating around. I was like, maybe this is the working formula, right? Because you know he's younger than his wife. Um, Megan is younger, or they're the same age. And Harry, um, Megan's uh, older. Yeah, either she's older, or she's, yeah, yeah, she's older. Than so she had like a couple. Uh, there was, it was the like one a of um, years. yeah, there was the one of um, what's her name, Priyanka Chopra and her husband. Like they're like mm, maybe this is, people are like maybe this is the the winning formula right here. Mm. Like there were like a few couples like that. I only remember those three, sure. Yeah, I do think in some dynamics, like in some cultural dynamics where age means a lot, it could it could potentially do a lot to like do better t- for a sense of equality. But then on the flip side, I think there's also the element of sometimes where like in those cultures, the women will now work to overcompensate. That was my that was my family because my mom is older and that was like yeah. our, that was our family. It was, you know, for the longest, I actually didn't know my dad's age until like moved to the US like years later because Mad. he just never said like just because he was like because my mom always was very open about her age and he just never wanted us to know he was younger and it was definitely an overcompensation matter like oh you don't respect me because blah blah blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. yeah mm. it's not the one yeah okay let's get anyway, let's keep back, going back to this ones yeah actually i guess you might be right with my james Fam! like if he's not the most attractive yeah he's i'm up oh, there. if this is the list then if this is yeah. like so yeah, to me i'm like it's not if you're he's definitely top three yeah because if you're doing it based on that like fam you can find there's like there's men there are other men that they could pick and the fact it's it's honestly embarrassing it's embarrassing that it comes to this it's embarrassing that it's at this point where like you're basically doing it for black lives black black lives matter's sake yeah oh but oh i don't know man like diversity should just be a thing and let's not be putting people here for talking purposes only at like all, fam. Ah, there was this black lady on there from went on peter's season i'm trying to remember her name right now natasha she was even probably even the oldest one and they had one one of the challenges or whatever they did they had to like model and whoever one was going to be on the cover or something and there was this one the picture of natasha like when i saw I was like, oh my god! Like, how is somebody fine anyhow like this? Mm. But yeah, this show was treating her like. The, I mean, she made it to like top whatever. At barely any screen time, she was just dismissed so unceremoniously. It was really ridiculous. Mm. But I was just like, such a fine babe. I'm just like, like I'm looking at this woman. Like I, I mean, I, if a woman is attractive, please, I give her, I give women their props all the oh, time. Yeah. And again, as we've said, like. Attractiveness is not, I'm biased, but happy to admit, attractiveness is not by race. Like oh, yeah. every every racial demographic has beautiful people, period. And, and every racial demographic has basics. I think the interesting one I see now is like seeing people that you went to school with who were like the main... But both male and female, the people who used to attract the most attention, and then you see them now, and you're like, "Wow!" Oh no, peaked uh, early. Most of the guys. <laughs> I've actually, I, I've actually never seen that with a with a woman so far yet. I've seen girls. I haven't seen girls yet. Because I actually think a lot of girls who were like less, who weren't like popular or, um, you know, like 
who were just kind of your regular schmegular girls in school. I think like as you grow up and you grow into yourself and you get more comfortable in your skin mm-hmm. and you like set yourself up right. And then, and, and also as, as 21st century makeup shows up and 21st century fashion shows up, like, mm-hmm. ner- like uh, the regular schmegular slash nerdy or whatever girls, like they'd be out here killing it. Mm-hmm. Like the twenty year shift or the f- fifteen years have have they've blossomed, mm-hmm. right? Some guys, though. it's really guys, Oof. and I'm just like, wow! Like we really, we, people were really falling at your feet, like you. Um, why? <laughs> um, I think like. With the yeah, I, and there's also and then on the flip side, there's some guys where you're like, oh wow, yes, like, yes. I also we were like, sleeping like, on you, age, age wise, and I don't know. I feel like I've thought this for a long time, and maybe like, I mean, there's a whole that we there's a whole other world of reasons why like looks and stuff were not my particular concern as a teenager, but I do remember feeling from like from a young age that like grown women. Like women in their thirties, forties were like the most attractive. Like there's something to me about people who like are able to reach that point, especially in a way that's a little bit defiant of some of the traditional societal things where you're you're not like, you know, under piles and piles of children. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're if you have kids, like you you're you're still kind of bossing your life in a way. Yeah. Um and you have the money, the time, the access to kind of like just be in like a really full and complete way. Mm-hmm. I also think for guys, I like I feel like guys in some cases, this is what I don't know. I don't think I don't think this is necessarily a norm, but I know that I find like there's there's a there's like a forty slash fifty demo where like they're like you're like older but you you look good mm-hmm. and you're like comfy and chilled out and i think if if guys can like maintain themselves to that age that's a very very attractive look at rmd very attractive age look at rmd like rmd is richard mufet damijo mm. and he is this nigerian celebrity Honestly, we grew up with him already acting. You know, he was one of those heartthrob kind of people. But when I say this man has glowed up in his... I, I don't want to say old age because he's not old, but <laughs> he has glowed all the way up. The white hair, gray hair, everything. Like, mm-mm. His shot glowed it up, Sha, does it. How? How he do it? Right. Uh, to me, I'm like, by t- like you're, in that confidence, a few of the greys have come come through to say hello. Who would have thought that RMD would go up and just be a, a whole is a gl- life? Like, literally, just aging like a fine wine. It really better, is, better every year. Mm-hmm, nah. Like, that's way better than peaking in your, t- in your teens. Teens is the worst by far. I know. 20s is still pretty rough. Your low-key sometimes like, I think I picked early. That's <laughs> complete and utter um, bullshit. I'm like, hmm... Like, that is entirely untrue. Somebody who slays every day. Somebody who has not even entered the 30 decade. 
hope somebody I'm has not even blossomed into the fullness like, of their parents. I feel like, my dear, I feel like Gabby, like when they did the whole 10-year challenge and Gabby Union post, I'm like, sis, how? Like? But also, also, I'm sorry, comparing, comparing 30 and 40 is not the same thing as comparing 18 and 28. Mm-hmm. You've literally gone from being an actual child in one to being an adult. <laughs> <laughs> like, please. That's why I said, allow yourself to enter enter your jesus decade <laughs> your jesus. decade of ascension <laughs> allow yourself and mm. then we can talk we're, um, we're, we're closer closer but yeah, yeah. No, no it's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's gonna be litty mm. like yeah i know i think like women glow up in certain ways where oof. so some guys this is one girl i went to secondary school uh, not secondary, even high it was high school in america so not secondary school we're like Homegirl has glowed all the way. Like, mm. I, I look at her and I'm shook. Actually shook it. Because I'm like, how she do it? Like. <laughs> <laughs> because back in the day. And then since she had one friend who was really attractive. Attractive, like, so much that, like, people used to be, like, be, be a model. I think people really were mean to her then as well. But like uh-huh. homegirl now, it's not even been that many years. Cause I mean, when we finished from here, two thousand and ten, homegirl. I guess wow, it's been many years. Oh, homegirl now. Yeah, that's like, a decade. If right, but homegirl now has she even got engaged recently? Like the, it's mad. I mean, back then she used to have like braces and like, all like, altogether it wasn't a cute look. Um, but now, even me, I'm very shook, for real. <laughs> And she was my friend then. Mm. But like, I'm like, how she do it? Like, the glow up is mad. Like, she has just come into her own. Like, Love it. Nah, she's killing it. She looks great. Amazing. Good for her. It's, yeah, it's really something. Although I don't know her friend. I don't know what her friend is doing now in her life. But I've not seen any pictures of her recently. But like, yeah, she really like came into her own. And then you see some guys and just like, what happened to you? That's what I usually think. And I'm also like, it's like <laughs> the way you say it, it's like you unfortunate. <laughs> it's, it's really soul. so unfortunate for you. Unfortunate you. being. What happened? Sorry to you. Sorry to this man. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry to, to this man, man. <laughs> because it's like oh. I really cannot believe that I had a crush on. Well, not I mean, actually, no. I'd be looking at I'd be looking at some of my former crushes sideways. Like, I feel like what was I thinking? But also sometimes, sometimes I'm wondering like, did people get less attractive or? I might, like, I have, I'm very notorious for, if I don't like you again, you're actually, like, you just become ugly, fam. Mm, that's not, not you. ugly, but you just become an, I don't know, it just, I, I can't tell whether I overestimate the attractiveness because I also like the person, mm. or if I just allow it. I don't I think just, I have that problem. But you know what, that's fair, because I think there are lots of, there are people in my own catalog that i can say that like i don't know that other people necessarily think like this person's attractive but by the time i if i if i like you i just think you're fine you and i are the same on that like if i'm into you it's not that i liked you so i thought you were attractive exactly is that like i actually just i just think you're attractive mm-hmm. period but I do think that I like, I think maybe it's a part of my own recovery process that I have to like separate the attractiveness from the person yeah. when it goes, when it goes left. Cause like there's still that guy, that guy, when I met in Baltimore that one time mm-hmm. where 
I still, I still see pictures of him now. I'm just like, wow, like you're like, really yeah. cute for nothing, right? Because I still see him like, dang, like fine for I'm nothing, like, fine for nothing. You're ah, doing nothing for yeah. me because like <laughs> you could have been something, right? Like we could, but I'm just like, ah, oh. like so I still see him now. Like get that, I still can't. He's still good looking. Oh, He's still. He won. Like in that one situation, that was me. Who was clearly like, your finest is not going to feed me, so. I have nothing in, here for me. Let me move on. <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. But like, he's still good looking, even though I'm like definitely not into him. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, I still know that he's a good looking, very good looking somebody. So I, I feel like I, I, I still still I do. I think maybe I know that they're intellectually good looking and then maybe I just don't find them attractive yeah. anymore. Yeah. No, but many of these people, they're attractive. Especially for most of secondary school, it's definitely just gone down. Fam. I, those boys, they picked, so many of them, they picked mad early. It's, a lot of people peaked early and it's unfortunate and again it just makes me i do feel kind of grateful about not grateful because and and we've talked about we've talked about like body image stuff Mm -hmm. well we talk about it from time to time like quite extensively and like again it's one of those unfortunate things where chances are if you struggle with it as a teenager you're struggling with it Mm -hmm. for life in some way yeah but i mean i i i do think that there was something about like being kind of awkward fat not pretty and not interested necessarily like i think it's just i just computed it as like unachievable for Mm me as a teenager and so i just didn't and i think like it just allowed me to build other aspects of my personality (laughs) yeah yeah, and to not view myself in any way like even till this day, like, is not really, like, it's something that I still find that I'm healthiest, my healthiest view of it is when I'm disassociated from it. That's my preferred Mm -hmm. state. But like, the fact that it just wasn't a defining thing and it's not something that I've, I had a loss or like, yeah, no, you know, I feel feel like that would be really quite challenging. No, I think I definitely, yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, I think, like, because of the way I grew up, in a sense, like, I could only go up from there, really. Damn. Like, the only way really was up. Because I, I think awesome. I, I think I really already clocked, like, from a long time that I wasn't the conventional ideal of beauty or whatever. I don't know, I was a grown up in Nigeria. I didn't, it wasn't anything I thought about, period. Like, yeah. I felt like a normal, attractive person. Like, yeah. I don't know, in a normal... Like, I didn't of go course. to school thinking I was most beautiful one. Like, nobody was going to give me an award for most beautiful, as we say. <laughs> or most such. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, like, Brunei was very different. Like, not many black yeah. people. So you're just... Yeah, and definitely just feeling very much outside of any standard mm-hmm. of whatever people thought beautiful was. Like, I just did not even... Like, I was like... this black fat yeah i like i just don't know what like there were those were the main things about me really yeah and i, I just I mean I, it just didn't there just wasn't any way in my brain that i could even begin i didn't even begin to calculate the possibility um well i moved when i was nine mm. and then I probably lost weight when I was, it would have been in that 13, 14, but that didn't really change anything still. Cause ultimately like I, you're still black. I know. Like, but, but even, I also know that how, if you're overweight and you're unhappy and you think like losing weight will fix you again. Yeah. I no. mean, you know, I'm like, like, I've been like, yeah. 
it it's not gonna it's not a it magical mm, no it's and, not. and also in my case it wasn't even a i don't think i internalized my size in the way that people around me did like especially you you see my fam at least growing up it was skinny minis my brother like even for me one of my earliest nicknames was literally like broomstick like we were all like stick real type thin my dad if you see him like a younger like a skinny and a fro my mom like she's a little bit on the taller end of petite but the way her body presented was very much in a petite kind of way so like so it was i think particularly my dad could not compute and didn't have a filter around it and felt very embarrassed for me people be like oh no it's just um it's just baby fat she'll she'll lose it blah 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 never ever ever like even the idea of having a flat stomach even as a child i know have not to talk of in my in my yeah. current adulthood like i've always been on the fatter end of of being of a child okay. like of the child like i used to get like teased in school but it's just again from when i was young yeah and it's I, such a no like, like a, everybody gets teased in some way in night so yeah just... but like but i was actually a proper fat kid like oh. it wasn't a it wasn't a oh people are just oh like you end that fat as no 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 no, no. i've oh. always been a fat child like secondary school on the fatter end of this of the size spectrum like it yeah. wasn't like and i was very aware of it even then yeah. like because people did not look like me i mean sure there were certain people that were they were like fatter than i was but it was definitely like known that i was kind of in this in this circle of like people but it didn't it never like back then it never quite bothered me or it wasn't a thing that i was so conscious of or it wasn't a thing that i felt like oh wow now i'm unattractive yeah like i was always very like people like baby fat never was it was not baby fat it never Mm -hmm. went anywhere um (laughs) but after my doctor after my mom had my brother my mom the doctor to my mother that she should not have treatment again because we're big <laughs> she's like the first one 3.6 second one 4.2 this woman should not come to the ballroom again um, nah. um, but clearly she didn't listen yeah like, no i was a sm- i was a small baby i don't even know if i was up to three kilograms like yeah. everything we just we're just a small like it's just the i was just the anomaly and i think it was just shocking so i used to get all these talks and i don't think i even really internalized it because even when i lost weight I think I think when I lost weight, I like I literally like got sick one time, lost some weight, and then I started playing sports, and that was it. Like I wasn't thinking; it wasn't some kind of like active effort. Like I don't think I cared. I would get these talks about like, like how I needed to lose weight and be healthy and That's things horrible. like yeah. Like I would just get these. Talks I never got and I just that. never. I don't know. I I guess I didn't really fully. As it's not it. at that age. Not at that oh age. my gosh. Everybody was just like baby fat. I I remember I remember once fat. it was kind of like a weird pseudo telling off I got for like at that time there weren't like there wasn't like the middle road of like teenager type clothes like you your mm. body is you have you're developing the body of a woman but you're still a child mm. and I had like like I went through puberty early had my growth spurt early by nine I was like taller than everybody else like. I had I started my period early, started growing boobs early, like all these things. So I just think like it was probably like a hormonal thing. Just my body kind of going yeah. through that shift. And yeah, it was just like hey, you have to shop in the women's section at your age. I'm like, wow. do yeah, the, that's awful. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, nah, that's, I, I mean, I remember you as a kid, like, I don't even remember you being, I mean, I guess you were already in Brunei when you're saying like, but I don't remember you being like a fat kid. I think I got big, big, like, towards the time right before we left to Nigeria. So I know that on the, our way already, because that was when that, some of that shopping happened initially. Yeah. Like, that was, I I was already big by then. So it probably happened at like seven, it probably started happening at like seven, eight, nine, like, Anyway, yeah, it was just the whole thing. So between that, between being black, between like I had just I don't my brain never computed that I was ever going to be a mong of attractiveness. Like I it was I wasn't aspiring, I wasn't desiring. Yeah. I never thought that I was ugly. Like, but I also didn't go around thinking like I knew I wasn't like there were very people much were like very attractive and whatever I, I also knew i was fat but again there were not mutually exclusive yeah. things like again in the context that i grew up in so even when kids would like make fun of me for being fat like i had my comebacks ready like it, it didn't co- take anything off my skin like i would i would tell people that like ah my parents have money to feed me like sorry Dead. for you <laughs> Dead. kind of i was like my parents have money to feed me good food so as you can see, I'm glowing. Yeah. I, I just, I do remember like at, at a time where like, you know, like people are starting to get attention. I just wasn't, it was not happening in my realm of life. So I went, mm. yeah, I think like, I think that would probably be the difference. Except if you're growing yeah. up in Nigeria, like you probably would have been, po- like, because all this stuff that you're talking about, like dealing with like whether or not I'm attractive or whatever, I didn't have to deal until I moved to the US. Yeah. And like that's when, even though again, I've never been, I never was like thinking, am I attractive? Am I ugly? Am I just like, I didn't think I was ugly, but I also wasn't looking like going around like thinking I'm attractive. But again, I never had problem pulling. Like people were always interested, yeah. one way or the other. Like, shish, when I was when I was in university, those three months I spent in university in Nigeria, yo, okay. like that's why when I, that's why when I say like I, sometimes I think I picked early. It's really because no. of that. Like that that, that three months in university, yo, I was mad popping, <laughs> and I was still fat. I was too fat. <laughs> I was still all of those things. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, but like, I was like, yo, I was, mm, men upon men upon men upon men. Like, okay, girl. it was like a whole thing. Like, I, I know I was really popping. I can't even yeah, lie. Like, no. I look back at those three months. I'm like, that has I look, never, didn't want to leave at that time. That was <laughs> never a thing. I also, I think like, it just wasn't a thing that factored into my life. Like, I didn't, I never got that attention. So much so to the point of like, I think that, I think there's potentially points where if I was ever getting it, I either didn't notice or I just like ran away from it because it just wasn't, I had just removed that entire section of identity. Like it just was not a part of who I was, who I was trying to be or who I was aspiring to be. Like arguably, arguably, I can't even say that like I got quote unquote attention in any significant way till I was like deep in my twenties, literally like probably like 25 24, 24, 25, 25, like deep in my 20s. So it's like, yeah. it's a, it's actually like a, a whole new world. Mm. Like it just wasn't a thing. And I, a hindsight, I don't, I don't mind at all. Like I just got to be different and free in a way from all of those things. Like yeah. in the way, in the way that I wonder, like when I look at the internet today, I just wonder, like, I didn't have, Instagram, like, there's a level of comparison you can do with the people around you, but with the people around mm-hmm. you, you still get to see their flaws up close. But if, I don't know. Even with me, like, it's really like being in boarding school. How much much comparison? Like, you have your wear uniform. Your yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like there is you all have no cost. There's hardly yeah. any 
comparison What's to comparison the to up like you see people's flaws so even if you thought somebody was great when you experience them up close there's like a, a reality to that there's no glossy edited version but like mm. kids these days have the whole world to compare themselves to if left yeah. to their own literal devices so it just i can't imagine I can't yeah. imagine. Like, even though I would say, like, I didn't have the same problems you had, but, like, I got enough attention that it wasn't a thing that I was like, oh, wow, I'm ugly. Like, but it wasn't also not, like, overwhelmed because, again, I wasn't the most beautiful person by any stretch of the imagination. There were definitely people who were, like, getting way more attention. But, like, for me, it was just, like, a normal, like, oh, regular attention, fine, cool, whatever. Like, I'm a regular person, whatever, whatever, moving on. Like, I felt... But then I moved to the... And that's why, again, as I said, like, I'm like, dang, did I pick early because... Mm, it's just different settings. What? Like, like... C- and then I had to like really confront and be like, "Wow, like, am I not?" I guess. Uh, yeah, no, I have I like, have memories mm-hmm. from like yeah. middle school and high school of like not obvious things, not people like outright calling me unattractive, but like overhearing it, like just things like that. Like you've told me, yeah, just things things that, that like yeah. at that age they just kind of you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I have to. Yeah, but again, like, I think because I had just like switched off that section, like, yeah, you can be like sad about it, but like, then what's what's that gonna do? I beg, give me my schoolwork, let me collect my A's, Mm. let's be pushing. Like, I just do. There were just other parts of of identity that I had to form. And I mean, but. I mean, but you could have still formed all those things and still existed. I could no, like, absolutely. I could. Like, I mean, I held on to my my book. Yeah, book part of myself. Character. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, and even though I had like, even the guys were like, whatever. Like, I wasn't interested in any of them. Like, shish. I like so very clearly was not even interested. Like, some guy, my brother told me some guy went my brother because my brother was in my in my school, right? Some guy went to his went to his, my brother, woke him up, like was trying to like be all nice to him so he could get with me i'm dead um, <laughs> i love that my, my brother i love so that because the guy was even my senior so it was really like wow a i hope your brother milked it <laughs> my brother just didn't have time he was not interested yeah. at all no. but no i mean i don't know it's a weird it's a weird one but I, i'm just I'm, I'm i'm like happy at least that like I at least like, got that, like, I, it wasn't a thing that I never, I really ever had to think about in a sense, mm-hmm. because it was just like a no, but again, it, like, it, so it, for good or for bad, like, it never overwhelmed my yeah. life, and then, but then coming to the US was just such a, like, then right. why I really had to confront it, like, and I was, I was sure, especially again, as I said, like, literally, right before I came, like, I had just spent a semester at Ajay Crowder, mm-hmm. And my star has never been so bright as a Your profile. Months, it was high. Honestly, I did not get it. I actually did not understand what was going on. Literally like, everybody am I I in an alternate okay, universe? Not, not, not literally, but like, a lot of people were like, wow, like you're, like you're, everybody clearly is black like me. But something about my complexion apparently was really special at that mm. point. Like my skin and my height was something special. And like, just like every i even had a secret admirer ah, like did you, did, you, like, did he write you notes or something not like no like he used to text me <laughs> i don't know how he like found my number <laughs> but, like, um oh, wow. like i remember 
actually this is how I remember because I found my one of my old diaries right which is right here this is my apartment and clearly I don't really remember the story but he used to like text me for a while and he told me his name was Okwe so I had to save his number as mystery Okwe because I did not know who he was like he was like my mystery <laughs> literally that's how that's I referred so to him in my diary which is how I remember this is amazing <laughs> they'd be like dear diary mystery of my text that me today <laughs> yeah he used to text me <laughs> so like my point being like i was up like i even had a secret admirer like you had like, admi- admirers known and unknown <laughs> yeah exactly popping. Like, very much so i really was i was really popping oh there were very many there were very many three months three months very I think a lot of that stuff, like, it's interesting how situational attractiveness can be. Like, you'll be in one place and you'll just be, like, everyone's bread and butter and, like, and then you move somewhere else and just don't fit. Yeah. Like, it's rarely ever about you. It's interesting. And the thing, thing. is, like, I just feel like I haven't found, I haven't fit anywhere since then. Mm. But culture I mean, but think about it. Like, role. If you're in a if you're a black person in a setting where white has already been decided as a thing of attractiveness, right? You're like starting from behind. So mm-hmm. behind. Like by the time you're in a, a space like university in Nigeria, like you're among the, the what is setting people apart is like is it's just it's margins at that point. Mm-hmm. But in other settings, I think of somewhere like California, particularly where you are, very white you're not interacting as much with people who look like you, who are like you, who have also been educated in in the mindset that, like, what you are is beautiful to you. Like, existing mm. in a place like that is going to be tough. It's just going to yeah. be tough on... But it just feels like that's been my life, since, literally, since I've moved to the US. Yeah, because the US, these guys... That's, like, literally that's literally been my entire touch, life right? Unless then. you're in... Unless you, like... I guess it's a bit harder because even for you, I guess also you were at Howard. So like you've been in environments where it's yeah, like predominantly I, black. Yeah, I went to HBCU and honestly, that probably never didn't even help my life because Howard has way more women than men. And like Howard, if anyone knows anything about Howard, Howard has tons of beautiful yeah. women. Like actually gorgeous women. And I think that's even a, like a harder environment. Like when the people then are like enough like you, that, that's even a tougher comparison element. Like comparing, yeah, and then like the way that fat was not mm. a problem in my life because again I was fat all this time, still was fat at Howard, but now mm. it's a problem, right? In the in the context of like this culture, so Man. yeah, I as I said, never fit anywhere yeah. since then, and that's why like when I was saying like I think I picked Ellie it was like kind of a joke, but also kind of like like that's literally the last time yeah. I remember like. Me, I've never peaked, so we still out here. <laughs> we never it's we we do we it's mostly like what would be um very steady gradual hills and steady troughs is there's never there's no peaks there's no peaks and valleys yeah. it's just like literal baby elongated baby hills and elongated baby hills no, don't worry I thought, look, that is a loading. Just be ready. Mm-hmm. I remember always, and I think we talked about this, like for me as a, like younger, when all the like, when it was like 
that time frame as teenagers where people are starting to get attention and like everyone's like speculating about like oh who mm-hmm. should be with there was always this idea of like oh everyone's just like you're just too good for everyone i'm like this too goodness like let it have perks like where's the what yeah. is the point in being too good if it means you get nothing and like i still yeah. find that sometimes in my life now where it's just like oh but you're just so good i'm like you know what I had been told was, oh, you are, oh, no, because you're not girlfriend material, oh, wife material. And I'm please. Like, stop it. Just stop just talking. Stop like, just stop. Because clearly you got to be girlfriend <laughs> before you get to wife. I'm like, I don't want to be too good. You people should be better. Right? Yeah. Nah. It's, a weird, it's such a weird thing. I mean, it's definitely a challenge, like. There's a definitely a tie-in to self-esteem. Not at all times. Definitely times where you're just like, damn, like, what is wrong with me? Yeah, I say that, like, my self-esteem yeah. took a hit coming to this here America. Yeah. I've never felt ugly mm. until then. Literally not a thing that ever entered my mind. Like, I knew, again, I knew that conventional idea of beautiful, is like, it wasn't, mm-hmm. but I never felt ugly. Like, I just knew that, like, oh, yeah, like, some people found me attractive. Like, but again, I wasn't even, like, it was such a thing that I wasn't, yeah. I didn't even have to think about. Like, I just got to exist. And like, I knew that like people would talk to me. People would, like, people would say they wanted to be with me. People would say like, oh, I was fine. Or, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I appreciate not having it define me really. But I think you're absolutely right. Like, as much as I look at like my upbringing or even like I can, we can look at your experience and, and we, we're like, oh yeah, we're fine and stuff. Like, mm-hmm ideally like you can be fine and also have a positive experience of those aspects of life too like it's not an equation of like oh you needed to like you know you needed to like not be great in high school and like have your Mm self-esteem take a beating here then be fat for five years then do like it's not an equation that like gets you to a point because you still you get to the other side of it and like you you still deal with like your self-esteem and ideas around beauty and stuff like mm-hmm. you still have to cope with the kind of little bits of of wreckage that it might have left in its wake as per like how you view yourself yeah. and like the eyes with mm-hmm. which you see yourself and the ways that it makes the ways yeah. that those eyes then make you limit yourself sometimes mm-hmm. so. yeah because the way like for you in high school like attractive was not even a thing it was like it didn't but I feel like that's what I had to be Mm. when I moved to the U.S. and especially even at Howard even where it like it wasn't it couldn't be my like it couldn't be a thing like it was just like was like okay well clearly this is not a part of my life like so let me focus on for me was like well I'm still like Mm. I'm still smart like I'm still intelligent like I have that I like that one nobody can take away from me this was the caption for the picture I posted of my graduation picture actually of me holding my valedictorian part because you know and so it said but again kind of tells you like my mindset right it says you have more to do than be weighed down by pretty or beautiful you're a fiery heart and a wicked brain do not let your soul be defined by its shell Loki sounds like yeah. fake deep, but it's like a mindset thing because that's kind of where I was. Like it just wasn't a pretty or beautiful is not the thing for me. Right. Like the experience you're having yeah. was only affirming of your brain. So you're like having to lean into that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. Okay, so it started as a joking matter and somehow turned into a serious matter. <laughs> I think this is how we always do though. <laughs>
but you know what the relationship between people and how they look is a very very complex one so it makes sense that sometimes you can bounce and laugh about it and other times be hustling in the gym crying True. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so what do we want to do this week from the people celebrity crush yes the way the way Chiba just was shouting over RMD. I want to know who you <laughs> shout about. Who's your celebrity steez? And you know what? Me, if I'm just here to figure out if they're basic or they're actually right. Right. If you answer, we'll send you the rating that we our, our, our combined rating of them and tell you True. whether you need to move on or whether you can stay there. <laughs> True. Actually, that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, 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 please. We're not, we're not look shamers. You're all beautiful in God's eyes. And your mother's too. <laughs> shade, shade, shade. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright, people. Thanks again for listening. Thank you, thank Catch you. Catch you in the next one. Catch you later. Bye. Bye, cuz. Love you. Love you too. Thanks so much for listening. Are You Me was created by the two of us. It's edited by our sister Misha and produced by our friend Falaran in partnership with Yawa. We love you guys. The music was produced by the incredible David, aka Dalet. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when we drop a new conversation. And if you liked what you heard, give us all the stars and a good review. And also tell a friend to tell a friend. We'd love to hear from you. Follow us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can also send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. We send out periodic newsletters with fun bonus content. Sign up on our website at ayumipodcast.com. Take good care of yourself. Till next time, this has been Are You Me? Me?